Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them so that you don't have to. And this is our last new episode of 2022. Holy crap. Oh my god, I can't believe it. It's going to be 2023. That year sounds just wrong to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not nice. It's like not balanced. It's not good. It's not good. (laughs) (laughs) It's not good. It's really wild. Yeah, 2023. On the horizon. We'll be having some Patreon episode releases for the next two weeks. We are taking two weeks off. Have we ever taken two weeks off in a row? I don't think we even did that last year. I don't think we ever have. No, no, Sue never. us, everyone. <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> we got to do it. We simply have got to do it. I'm about to be with family for nine days. So just know that like you know, sad. We're taking two weeks off, but most of those two weeks I will be with my family, Mm -hmm. which I love my family. It's going to be great. But just like, you know, I'm not, we can't record an episode. I mean, you know, we got, we're doing things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have a newborn to take care of. I have a newborn. (laughs) I have somebody else's newborn to take care of. But if you just snuck a snuck a pregnancy in without ever talking, oh yeah. About by the it, way, I have a child. <laughs> that would be really, really. Oh yeah, something. it was sort of not a big deal for me. I'm pretty unfazed. That would be pretty cool. It was like if <laughs> if you like used a surrogate this whole time, <laughs> you hadn't mentioned It'd be pretty it. wild. Never talked about it. <laughs> Never talked about it. No, obviously we're talking about Emily's sister's newborn. Obviously, I go to see them tomorrow. So by the time this episode airs, I'll already be there, baby. Hell yeah. With a baby. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. How was your guys's week? Before we do that, oh. just a, a, a little bit of haunted housekeeping is just oh a, a reminder God. that we still have merch for sale. If you're looking Ooh, for a gift for the holidays, it might not get there in time. It's a little late now. It's <laughs> <laughs> short. As a matter of fact, it definitely won't by the time this episode comes out. But still a little belated holiday gift or a gift for yourself. A New Year's present. Sending you into 2023. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Go to TooScaryDidn'tWatch.com and check out some cool merch, shirts, sweaters, totes, you name it, if it's one of those three things. <laughs> you, name, you name those and you're, you get it. Name something else, no guarantees. <laughs> but okay, now did anything scary happen to us this week? Yes, tell me, tell me. Someone tell something me. Scary, something scary did happen to me and Sammy this week. And we have to talk about it, which is that we we went to an event. It was sent to Sammy via a targeted ad. Sometimes those targeted ads are good. Sometimes they're this, which is that it was Krampus's Tavern. Hell which yeah. Which like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. A crisp, it was like 
build it seemed like it was going to be sort of like an immersive haunted house type of thing but but Christmassy but Krampusy and it was like ooh three floors of of Krampus related uh, spooky stuff and drinks and activities and photos and it was like okay cool like like you know we've, I've been to a couple haunted house type things in LA that are mainly just like ambiance like things a spooky vibe and you like walk through different rooms and it's like ooh a different spooky thing in here people in like cool costumes and cool, like decorated, cool. really creating an atmosphere, mm-hmm. you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, these tickets, they weren't cheap. Yeah. And so we're like, oh, my God, great. We're going to Krampus's Tavern. This is perfect. I also want to say that, like, I get a lot of targeted ads and I will usually send them to people. Well, if it's like something I want to do and be like, oh, wouldn't this be cool? And like, usually people are like, oh, yeah. And like, no plans actually get made. But Emily immediately was like, yeah, let's do it. We got other people to do it. We got other people to do it. It's we like got- the first time I've ever like successfully brought a big group of people into one of yeah, these Yeah, we purchases. got honestly... <laughs> Honestly, Betsy, um, correspondent Betsy, who ended up not being able to make it because she was shooting, but she was the real, she was the one who we sent it to her and she was like, hell yeah, let's do this. Betsy loves spooky things, loves Christmas things, was like, let's fucking go. We're going. She invited some friends. Then Betsy couldn't make it. So we we had our other friend um, join us, Stephanie, other podcast uh, uh, guest of the past. Come join us. We're like, great. This is going to be fucking great. We're all a big Krampus night. We're all doing it. We're all doing it. We show up. I have n- this sucked harder than anything I've ever been to. It was like the second we set f- like one foot inside, we were like, "Oh no!" It was first of all, because yeah, let's just talk about the second we step in. It was this. It's really. It was in this really cool theater in downtown LA, like a gorgeous historic theater, and it was lit. Henley, the lighting, you would have been fluorescent all what? over the fucking place. Why? No ambiance. Why? Uh, bright and like very cold feeling and no charm. Like not you're not even like spooky con- charm. Like you're in a convention center feeling. Convention center vibes yep. for sure. Okay. And it was all, it, the whole the whole event was a bunch of little vendors selling things set up in like booths like true convention center style like little tables of people selling their wares and it was like rockabilly halloweeny like portraits and like charms and stuff nothing to do with krampus uh, nothing really even to do with Christmas. Not, this is nothing against those vendors. This they had fine good stuff. It's just like wh- why here, why now? What are <laughs> what are like, we doing? If it's going to be a market. Tell me that I didn't come to the place like prepared to shop. You know, I didn't like it must spend suck for money them to come to a thing. Yeah, to spend more money on random things stuff. Be Christmas or Krampus. What the hell? Wait, were other then, people? Could you tell that other guests were just as shocked as yes, you were? Absolutely, yes, yes, everybody was. Yes. It was so funny. So it was so funny. We all we got fully tricked. We so it was like three. There are like three floors, and there we're on the so the ground floor vendors, and there was like a, a mezzanine level, and we're like, I guess let's go check out the mezzanine. There were like three 
uh, guys in Krampus <laughs> costumes walking around, do like doing nothing other than just like being in a like, Krampus yeah, costume yeah, and like wa- <laughs> just like walking around, not like not being spooky, not trying to scare anybody, not like just tr- just like amongst the crowd and no like design, no like decorations or like production. A design. couple garlands, yeah. but like not, but truly like no no ambiance, zero ambiance. And so we're like, okay, fine, let's just like check out the other levels and see what we spent again too much money on this event so we go at, like we have a big there's like nine of us oh, so we no. go oh no oh no oh no this is my worst nightmare to be like let's see what the mezzanine level is like go up more vendors more little booths all trapped uh, all knocked all together um can i say our spotted yeah yeah can let's you say, say that we had a spotted there we did. Uh, we, the one we saw julia garner that's really funny that's really um, funny emmy winner golden globe nominee everyone's just <laughs> looking around like where the fuck all of us are am like, i what? everyone just like you catch a glance with somebody else just like what <laughs> like, where? And so What's then they also had a sign that was like dungeon go down to Krampus's spooky dungeon on and like the basement level and we're like okay well that's where the that's That'll where it's cool gonna be like spooky sure. and Krampusy we'll go to the dungeon great literally on a sign on a sign for this at the event it's like go down to the basement we're like okay well I guess we'll go and there's a basement this way okay we go we go down the stairs <laughs> okay, okay as we get down other people are coming up and they're like there's nothing down there it's an empty room <laughs> It's just an empty like, basement. Oh, okay. Well, I guess let's we'll go check it out. And there were two women, I guess, who works there, maybe, who told us like, "Oh, yeah, there was stuff down here yesterday, but it, we decided to move all the vendors up. It was just more vendors. We moved them all upstairs. It's literally an empty basement, not closed off or anything. You can go there, but it's just an empty fucking room. <laughs> oh my god! With all the lights off, and so. We just went in and like hung out down there in the basement for like 15 minutes with our friends. We're like, what the fuck are we doing here? Some guys came down at one point to like unplug some cords. Didn't care that we were just like standing in this empty basement of this event where there was nothing happening. It was so weird and so bad. And then they had a woman singing on the stage, which like, okay, cool. That's cool. She was good. But like. She wasn't dressed like Christmassy. She wasn't singing anything Christmassy. There was nothing Krampusy. There was nothing. It was like she was like singing Amy Winehouse. It made no <laughs> sense. It was so so weird and bad and an unbelievable scam. And I got I got, we got so tricked. Tickets were tickets were fifty dollars. The drinks fifty dollars a person. $20. Yeah. So yeah. I spent $70 to walk around this place confused for like, for 15 minutes. Like, yeah. And then we went and got dinner because we were like, fuck <laughs> this. this is, okay. This is, this is stunning. This is stunning. I love that this was even allowed to proceed past one day. Um, it's like the guy who did, what was it? Fire, fire, fire festival. Fire That's festival. what one of our friends said. They're like, this is fire festival. This we went is, to the fire festival. Yeah. Krampus fire Joel festival. Kept saying he was going to call the better business bureau. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you looked it up if there are just like wild Joel was reviews. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm. I'm. There must. There's probably gonna be an op-ed in the LA Times about how bad it was. It was. I. I really like. I. I. I literally don't understand how they got away with it. I mean, I. I, I helped them to get away with it. So I guess I get it. But it's like. It felt as if they knew they weren't trying. That's what really killed me. It's just like, oh, you, 
you just got us in the door, but now it doesn't matter because we're stuck. <laughs> you don't you now you don't care. So crazy. Yeah, guys, don't go to the Krampus Tavern. Don't do it. Do not go to the Krampus Tavern. However, I did just look up Krampus's Cove and I'm like, well, that sounds fun. What if we just keep getting f- duped into Krampus events? I mean, the lure of Krampus is strong and undeniable, so I get it. But how many times can we get tricked? Yeah. Before we learn our lesson. Yeah. Henley, did anything scary happen to you this week? Oh, no, I have nothing to talk about. <laughs> to be bummed that nothing scary oh. happened to you. I'm uh, like, no. Oh, you don't have to. Have, like, you don't have to say anything. We can skip it. <sighs> you know what? You've done, what, 50 other scary things this year or 50 check-ins this year. You could say that's enough. I feel like I was going to talk about something, but now I can't remember what it was. Oh, I guess like, I, you guys, I'm like really struggling today. I'm really struggling. Um, mm, I guess I did buy too many sweaters. That's pretty scary. I bought too many sweaters, but the real issue is that then my mom sent me two sweaters in the mail and then I also oh, got no. another sweater mm. as a present and I have nowhere to put these sweaters. It's like too and much I don't know soup what to do with them. All over again. Classic too much soup situation. Classic too much soup, but it's just too many sweaters and that's mm-hmm. I have nothing else to say about it except that I have sweaters coming out of my ears. Nobody buy Henley any more <laughs> sweaters. She has too many. I have too many. They take up so much space. I'm going to start storing them in like weird places. But that's the scariest thing that happened to me this week. By far. Oof. By far. By Oof. far. Oof. far. It's really sweaters are tough. I'm about to go. Like I said, to go see family somewhere cold. And so it's like I need to bring all my s- sweaters. But they take up so much fucking space. And I'm like, what? I what am I going to, what am I supposed to do? You got to bulk up on your plane outfit. It gives me like a cold pit of anxiety to even consider it. But one solution is one of those like air vacuum machines. Sure. Mm. But the thought of air vacuuming anything in my life and having it in like little individual plastic bags is like the scariest thing I could possibly think of. Now so, that's interesting. So <laughs> I don't think I'll ever go down that route, but it's probably it's the an most option. practical, practical choice. Yeah. Well, I have two small things. One of them is that my arm has been twitching for like six days now. <laughs> if anybody what? has any tips on where yeah. how to and it don't it's not caffeine. She's not drinking caffeine. So we already that was a pitch that was thrown out and that, that's not it. And then what was the other one that was someone was like, oh, exercise. Is it this? It's like, no, nope, not oh, exercising. Are you exercising? Nope, not exercising. <laughs> Wait, your arm where in your arm? It's my my upper arm, like inside of my upper arm. It's not constant. Oh. It's just every couple hours it'll do a little spasm for a few minutes and it's really annoying i think it must have something to do with you leaning your elbow when you work i think it yeah i think it oh. must be the way that or I, like you're you're stressed so you're like tensing up more as you do that maybe yeah it's usually stress right i think i <laughs> mean I, I i used to get eye twitches a lot which makes sense staring at a screen being stressed sure and I guess an arm twitch is kind of similar to an eye twitch. Yeah. That's probably really distracting, though, right? It feels weird. It's distracting. When I'm, like, falling asleep, it Ugh. happens. It's very annoying. Um, I've actually eaten, like, more bananas lately, too. And I was like, could it be caused by bananas? <laughs> 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 too much potassium? Um, how about your water mm-hmm. intake? Uh, I drink a lot of... No, I drink a lot of water. 
Okay, yeah. So it's not that. It's not that. It's probably the bananas. <laughs> I probably ate too many bananas. Is you got to cut is. down on your. You got to cut down on your bananas. Yeah. Probably. Um, and then the other thing, just a little sad thing, is that our beautiful oh. mountain lion P twenty two died this week. Um, and I just loved him a lot, and I'm gonna miss him. Oh no, it really is sad. Uh, so for any listeners who are not aware of of P twenty two, was he was Los Angeles's resident mountain lion. He had crossed some freeways at one point over into Griffith Park, which is in like the very residential, like middle of LA. And so he just lived in Griffith Park for a really long time because he like couldn't get back up to the Santa Monica Mountains where the other mountain lions are. And every now and again, he there would be sightings. He'd be like in somebody's fucking yard because he just was around. He was a real celebrity. He lived a long life. It feels like P-22 and Angeline are like the two LA yes. icons. Fuck, I want a sweatshirt that has Angeline and P-22 on it. Ooh, and the Hollywood that's a sign. great idea. <laughs> Who's Angeline? Sorry. Henley, what? Who's Angeline? Oh, God. <laughs> the woman that drives well, around in the pink, in the pink Corvette. Corvette. That used to buy billboards of herself. That her, just husband, her husband used to buy her billboards and it was like she's got blonde hair and she always puts a fan in front of her face and she has huge tits and wears tiny <laughs> pink dresses and drives a pink Corvette around and people pay money to oh, take pictures with her or to a, drive around in her car. They made a TV show about this with Emmy Rossum. They did. But I did not watch it and I did not know what that was even referencing. I have never heard of Angeline before. This isn't even ringing a bell besides That's me so knowing about weird. the TV show. Wow. She's Never, not once, such not a once. such a LA uh, staple. Like a it's fixture. a real fixture, yeah. And yeah. you can like st- stop her if you see her. She'll like pull over, and you can buy merch out of her car. The whole point is for <laughs> you to like buy her things. That's all she does is like sell her identity. Then and you know. I haven't seen her in a long time. Actually, I used to see her pretty frequently. She used to be right by um, UCB Franklin, like all the time. Yeah. Um, well, so P-22, they did, so somebody hit him with their car recently because, you know, he's like out in the hills in the neighborhoods and, um, and so they got, they caught him and checked his injuries and, and they, they decided bad. to put him down, which was the right call because he was probably suffering a lot, but it's very sad. Yeah. I'm very sad about it. Love you, P-22. Love you, You're P-22. You're a very good mountain lion all these years. <laughs> Mm -hmm. it was cool to have a city mountain lion it was Mm -hmm. um but okay should we get into this week's movie i'm so excited Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay so today we are going to be talking about violent night in theaters now directed by tommy workola written by pat casey and josh miller starring david harbour john leguizamo alex hassell alexis louder leah brady cam gigandet is that how you say that? Gijendet? I have no idea. Sorry, Cam. Edie Patterson and Beverly D'Angelo. And um, yeah, it's in theaters right now. If you want to see it, I think it's a good time. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, she liked it, you guys. She liked it. I've honestly heard really great things. <laughs> yeah, it seems like people like people it. People are enjoying it. And this is fun. This is getting us into the holiday spirit. We are recording mm-hmm. an episode later today that will be out when the by the time this episode comes out, where you guys will be recapping a Christmas movie to me. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a bonus episode. Yeah. So if you want to see or hear that, 
join our Patreon, Tony Collette's Inner Circle. That's the place to be. But for now, I'm going to tell you about a, a violent Christmas movie. Is it very Christmassy? I mean, it must be. Yeah. And yeah, great. I'd, Fun. So, okay. So the whole thing is I don't like Christmas movies. Yeah. 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 So how'd you tolerate this one? How'd it go? <laughs> Do you like I, any of them? Um, I like Elf. And you love Love Actually. <laughs> no, I don't even like Love Actually. I know, you love I what know. it represents. <laughs> <laughs> love, it's everywhere. You like the messaging mm-hmm. of Love Actually. You're just obsessed with Kira Knightley. It's so weird. You love, love anything she's in. Love Actually is all around. All around. It's one of my, I feel like, blows my mind every time is how close in age Kira Knightley and... What's his face were in that movie? The one that plays the oh, like the what seems like a tiny little boy, but they're actually only yeah. like three years. <laughs> the one who he's ends like, up being f- in he's them. like fifteen and she's like eighteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Thomas Brody Sangster. He was in um, Queen's Gambit, right? Yes, and mm. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. I remember being conflicted. Yeah, he's thirty-two, and she's he's thirty-two, thirty-seven. So they're they're five years apart. Isn't that wild? Pretty wild, yeah. Yeah, she was way too young to be playing that role. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're not but we're not talking about we're that. not talking about that. But I will say for this movie, it's like the thing I liked about it at least was all the Christmas stuff. Because <laughs> it still followed that kind of standard Christmas plot. Interesting. Okay, where you just have to believe. And that's what will make you triumph in the end. Oh, is that what you don't like about Christmas is the believing part? <laughs> I think it's the monotony of them. It's that it's just constantly They're the so same. They're so formulaic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's really outrageous. Miracles happen at Christmas time. Yeah. yeah. And it's just about you love. You fall in love at Christmas time. It's just about yes. giving and love. And really, it's about taking. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like... <laughs> I'm uh, stuck in a situation. Tim and I are, are in a situation now where like now that we have Silas, we're like, oh, right. We have to like have Christmas for our, you know, our children. That's a thing we have to like manifest mm, for them. Right. right. And neither of us, when he's Silas is only 18 months. So we're going to my parents and my mom is doing everything. But like this year, I was like, oh, we should get a Christmas tree. I should like decorate. I didn't do any of that. I didn't do, do, I did nothing. And Tim also hates Christmas music. So I tried listening to Christmas music for a brief period of time. And he was like, I, we can't, I can't keep listening to this. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I don't know what we're going to do. But you know, when you have kids, you have to have like traditions and decorate. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought about it because it is so nice to just like drop into somebody else's house who's like done it all. Exactly. Exactly. And I, you know, I think I'll be able to find some fun in it in years, you know, hopefully later on. He's enjoying it more. Yeah. I remember as a kid really loving like getting a new ornament, which now I feel like ornaments mean absolutely nothing pointless i always hated getting an ornament sorry mom i feel like you've given me so many ornaments and i love you for that but i really never really liked it very much (laughs) yeah i I mean they are are stupid and meaningless but they're but i really liked it as a kid and i'd be like (laughs) i'd be like oh my god a new ornament oh my god it's so exciting kids are so weird 
Kids are fucked up. We used to get, we would get an ornament every year that like had to do with something we'd done that year. Oh, yeah. that's cute. It'd be like themed. Yeah. And that was like really like sweet. a ballet slipper the year you did ballet yes. oh. type of thing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so it would be like, that would be fun. It's very like, ooh, thoughtful. What's, what's the ornament going to be? What's the theme of the year? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But yeah, I mean, the ornaments are bullshit. <laughs> so dumb. Earrings for your so dumb. Christmas. Christmas. Also, you guys, Christmas I only is, celebrate Henley's birthday. Yeah, Christmas is so loaded for True. me now because A, it's my birthday, but then also um, for close close listeners, um, Tim, my husband, is going to be a priest soon. <laughs> so he's going to be working on Christmas. So I don't know what our Christmas is going to look like because he's going to be like doing services on Christmas Day. So what the right. hell is Christmas going to be like for me? I do not know. I'm going to be at church, I guess. Yeah, isn't it wild that I live until just now? I feel like I truly forgot that Christmas is a religious holiday. I know, I know. <laughs> and I, know. I feel like a, for a lot of people, that is literally the point of Christmas. Yeah, that's the point. That's and the I'm point. Just like, no, wait, it's what's about my little ornament gifts. gonna be? <laughs> I know. Buying purchases. I know. I know. It's wild. And food. <laughs> oh, it's about food and time. Time off. Mm. Yeah, resting. resting. It's about resting. Mm -hmm. um, let me tell you some little stats about Violent Night. Okay. It has a 73% on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. a 55 on Metacritic, and a 7.1 on IMDb. Huh. Pretty good. Not, not too shabby. Its budget was $20 million. So far, it's made $48.1 million. Also Very pretty good. good. Wow. And I read through the trivia. I didn't. I thought it was all kind of boring. So okay, let's skip it. it. Let's skip it. We're let's skipping skip it. it. We're skipping it. We don't need it. <laughs> so shall we watch this trailer? <gasps> yes. You ain't driving, are you? I steer a little, but the ranger do most of the work. <laughs> this is my fourth year as a Santa. How about you? I started the whole damn thing. We decided that you could have one gift. Early. What is it? That is a direct hotline of Santa Claus himself. I can talk to Santa. All right, revelers. Welcome to your worst Christmas ever. Let's go! You have $300 million in your personal vault. That's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> I don't want any trouble, okay? Something's gonna scooch up that chimney. Who is he? Because he's not your typical mall Santa. Santa, are you there? Daddy said you were very busy tonight. My name is Trudy Lightstone. Are you gonna help us, Santa? Yeah, Trudy. Santa? No, my nice list. Santa Claus is coming to town. Time for some season's beatings. No! 
Who the hell are you? Boss, what if he really is the There's real? There's no such thing as Santa. Yeah! These bad men, they're all on my naughty list. Naughty. That's naughty! And what do you do to the naughty ones? I give them a lump of coal. Where is it? I gotta watch. I believe in you, Santa. Okay. I had literally not, I've never seen the trailer. I'd only seen the poster and this is not what I thought it was going to be at all. Me either. Me either. I had no idea. I thought he was going to be a bad, like an evil Santa. Me too. I kind of thought that too. Santa's good. He's just a badass. He's a crime fighting Santa. This seems very fun. I'm actually sort of like, oh shit, I would have watched this. Yeah, I was going to say, I kind of think you could both handle it because it's 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 not scary at all. There's like no moments where you're scared. It's just violent. Um, but it's like action slash home alone type violence. Uh huh. Yeah, it's all like um, silly slapstick kind of yeah. like Santa yeah. being ridiculous and huge and saying things like seasons beatings. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of winky Christmas jokes. That How? Good really um, for David Harbour. Make me laugh. Yeah. He's great. He's a great Santa. He's a perfect Santa. Of course. Super fun. He's also he, the way he sneaks little ho ho hoes into like normal grunts and laughs that he does was like honestly really impressive. Did you see when he <laughs> ate the cookie? He's like, ho ho ho. <laughs> 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 he does that throughout the movie where it's like he just did a ho 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 and like and like snuck it in there. <laughs> I love that Excellent <laughs> Really impressive ho ho hoing. <laughs> he got another one in each time, like, and then he's doing it again. He's like, he did it. And none of them are ever like, ho ho ho, I'm Santa. They're all just subtle. It's covered subtle. in a little, it's subtle. It's mm. in a cough. It's in a mm-hmm. enjoying, like, groan. Mm. Wow. Wow. Nuanced oh. acting from David Harbour. <laughs> I'm thrilled. And really I loved his hair. Stuff. I loved his, like, messy hair that got in his face. Mm-hmm. It, it was he put like, it up in a little bun. Yeah. Santa in a little yeah, bun. It's so really cute. fun. So cute. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. I think, yeah, you guys can decide at the end if you'll see it. Great. 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 And it seemed honestly, yeah, like really festive. And I, mm-hmm. I also like that. I mean, you'll tell us about it, but John Leguizamo's character is Scrooge, and he's the one like fucking getting fucked up by Santa. Yep. This is fun. It's it's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. 
I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County. And they've been around for 10 years and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for a hundred dollars off your first six bottles. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's fun. Shall we get into it? We absolutely shall. Let's do it. Okay, so I saw it in theaters yesterday, so I shall do my best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <gasps> she can do it. I just got out of breath. Like she can do it. She can do it. She can do it. She can do it. <laughs> one <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I really had to take a breath. Oh, <sighs> we can do it. We can do it. Uh, we can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Loosen up. Loosen up. up. <laughs> <laughs> get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Okay, so we start in a pub in England. Santa is sitting at the bar, chugging a beer, finishing a cup, getting another, and. The um, bartender asks him, you're not driving, right? And he's like, you saw it in the trailer. He says, uh, you know, the the reindeer mostly do it. I just have to steer a little bit. Everyone's kind of laughing. We're thinking this is a mall Santa. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, Another mall Santa comes and sits next to him. He's like, oh, how long you been doing this? Like, I've been doing it for four four years. And our our Santa that we are coming to realize is the Santa. The real real one. Yes. He's saying... You know, I, I've lost count. Feels like it's been forever. Um, mm-hmm. All these answers that are to them seeming normal, but to us, we're understanding on another level. Mm-hmm. And he seems a little disillusioned with being Santa. They think he's just like jaded of working with kids, but he's like, it's all about gifts and presents. It's not about like the true spirit of Christmas. All they want is video games and money. And like, he's feeling a little bitter. And then he gets up to go. He's like, all right, I get better get back to it. This is a uh, Christmas Eve. And he reaches into his sack and tosses on the bar counter a wrapped gift for the bartender's grandson is like, Oh, this is for your grandson, Timmy. It's that book that he wanted. And she looks like, what the fuck? Like, how do you know my grandson's name? How did you know have a grandson? And he's like, stumbles out. He's like, all right, see you later. And he goes through a door that then the woman is like, wait, that goes to the roof. It says authorized personnel only. And she's like, Oh, it's fucking drunk, like idiot. And she goes to follow him, 
gets to the roof. There's nothing there. She looks up into the sky. <laughs> so funny. Honestly, and, so and sees a sleigh pulled by reindeer. Jingle <laughs> bells are heard. And her face is like filled with delight. And I really was in this moment. Just like, imagine if you fucking really saw Santa <laughs> be so crazy. <laughs> I, would feel like, I would feel like I was having a mental breakdown. Like I think of all yeah. things to see, I would be like, that feels like something that is my brain is broken something's wrong with me (laughs) yeah and she does look very confused but she looks mostly like delighted by this like holy shit this is so cool and crazy and she's like looking up at him and waving and then he throws up over the side of the sleigh and all goes on her head oh gross and it's very nasty um and then we get our, our main title so that's our set in the tone that's our santa so are we feeling good so far? I mean, I love it. <laughs> I really good. love it. I love it. I love it. I don't, I, there, I can't predict at all. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really, really hard to say. This is a real mystery to me so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then we are in Greenwich, Connecticut and we meet Jason. He, I, this was so weird. I recognized him as the invisible guy from the boys who is invisible in all of the boys. And I, I looked him up one time and like, so I knew his face from that, but I just thought that was funny. He's also in, um, the tragedy of Macbeth and he was so mm. fucking good in it. This is Alex mm. Hussell. He's, um, great. I like him. I hope he's in more stuff, but he is being picked up by his wife and daughter. So hot dad alert. Hell yeah. Okay. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And his wife's name is Linda. His daughter's name is Trudy. It's clear that they are possibly newly separated. They are not happy to see each other. And I think Trudy says says something about the like tension between them. Trudy's, who knows, uh, 12-ish? Oh, no, she must be younger than that. Nine? Because she believes in Santa. <laughs> don't you stop believing in Santa when you're like eight? Yeah, she's she's around that age. Of, but I guess like in this world, Santa's real. So, you know, joke's on you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's joke's the other thing me. is like, if Santa were real, we would know if there were presents appearing under the tree every year that we didn't put there. If Santa were real, our parents are assholes. <laughs> that'd be that, so funny if that were the actual secret is that he that is they were like i don't i don't want to give santa the credit i bought him i bought him i bought him <laughs> oh my god you sneaky I want fuckers my kids to think i'm rich you sneaky motherfuckers <laughs> you got us you got us and then you got us again <laughs> um do you guys remember when you found out santa wasn't real i don't remember i don't remember i don't either. remember either it seems like such a big lie to like lie to your kids for so long, but no one seems to care as a, you know what I mean? Like no one remembers. It's not like it's traumatizing to find out that yeah, he's not real. And it always is portrayed that way in movies as this moment of like, <gasps> yeah, I did not have, but I didn't have that. I think that it was moment. more gradual, like finding, I think I'd remember finding a present in a closet that was like written from Santa, oh, I like think- a couple of weeks before Christmas and being like, wait a second. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wonder what it feels like for kids. I think it would be more traumatizing to learn that Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, because that's so active and like in your house. Yeah. Yeah. And like 
manipulative. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, I don't like Elf on the Shelf. What at is Elf all. on the Shelf? It's just that you have to behave. He's making sure yeah, you're good. He's Santa's helper, and he's in your house with you, so he can he reports back to Santa if you're if you're good or bad. And you have to move him every night because every night he so like that, goes back to yeah, Santa he, to like report on you, and then shows mm. up in a different place the next morning. And you have to like tell long stories about Elf on the Shelf to your kids every day. Lying to, to about surveillance for your it's children. like a little more elaborate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but okay, so they are driving together to Jason's parent, Jason's mother's house, and he's saying to Linda, like, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate this. And Linda's like, mm. I'm not doing it for you. They pull up to a gated, what looks like a gated community. We find out it is just one gated, enormous property. And Ugh. there's a man at the gate that uh, lets them in. It's clear that they've known him for a long time. And they are let into this road that leads to a huge mansion. Jason comes from a incredibly wealthy family. Okay. And we're getting the sense that this is a bit of the source of the tension in their marriage. Linda is obviously not like wooed by this money and it's apparently been a problem and his like mom's presence in the family business has mm -hmm. been like a stressful thing in their relationship. Um, but they pull up, they go inside. There's all this staff, this staff working like security and chefs and like people carrying little trays around and a bartender and we find out that this is just for their family. There's, I think, seven people that are going to be here. So they're like outnumbered by the staff by like three to one. Whoa. Okay. Weird. So they're that level of wealthy. Uh, and I'm thinking at this point, all of these staff look like undercover cops. Oh. <laughs> like everyone is just looks m mean and like muscly and I don't know. And... We'll find out that that's for a reason. So. Okay. <laughs> but it really did stick out to me. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Why do all these people look like this? <laughs> uh, they go into the living room and we meet his sister, Alva. Jason's sister, who is played by Edie Patterson from Righteous Gemstones, who's just so fucking funny. And she's playing basically she's so the exact funny. character as Judy Gemstone again, because she's another like rich daughter who and i think their last name is lightstone in this so it's even a similar family cool. name and she immediately is kind of picking a fight with jason and saying you know someone's gonna need to take over the family business i'm gonna take this out from under you you're such a suck up you're always trying to get on mom's good side you're her favorite but like i'm gonna prove to her that i deserve it so she's very competitive for the top spot in like the next generation of the family's business so this and is just like succession is what you're telling me it's, it's very similar this is Christmas very movie. similar mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. perfect mm -hmm. yeah and she has a, bo a boyfriend named morgan Steele, played by cam gigandet again i don't know if that's how you say his name but you may know him from twilight ah <gasps> He plays what is what does he play? James. He's like oh, one of the three is he the, bad the guys villain in the first one. Yep, and from the dance studio. Yep, the blonde guy. Yep, the ponytail. Mm -hmm. Oh, Hell yeah. yes, yes, yes. 
and he is like a wannabe action star and he's we meet him talking about how he would have stopped 9-11 if he was on the plane which is a very funny reference to a real thing that Mark Wahlberg said <laughs> yep. oh right oh right I forgot about that it's so crazy he did apologize for saying it but it is just so funny to be like oh it wouldn't have happened if I was there <laughs> It's yeah. It's like you can apologize for that, but you. But we all know that you, you thought it. You it, really. That, that's your. That is your worldview. Yeah. Yep. And that's a hard one to forget. <laughs> yeah. So he, Ugh. we also learn, is like excited to pitch his movie idea to her mom. To it's like an opportunity for her to, her to invest in it. Uh, Alva also has a son named Bert. He's like an annoying, another annoying little rich kid who's like street live streaming on his phone a lot. And the mom walks in. Mom's name is Gertrude. She's like very intimidating and cold, like not really friendly to her grandchildren. She's like on the phone doing business deals, <laughs> like yelling at a senator. And mm. she eventually like says hi to everybody. And we see little Trudy give her a hug like grandma. And she says, or, or um, Alva says like, you guys are such suck ups. You named your daughter after mom, mom's name is Gertrude and the daughter's name is Gertrude, but she goes by Trudy. And they say, you named your son Bertrude. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's really funny. That's She's really like, funny. not all of us can be blessed with daughters, okay? <laughs> and so Gertrude finds out that Trudy is going by Trudy and she says, oh, you sound like a whore. So that's her like grandmother vibe. You sound cool. like a whore. What yeah, she she doesn't say it to her. She says it to Jason, but like absolutely with like within earshot. She's like, Trudy sounds like a whore's <laughs> That's name. That's a crazy thing to and say. And he's like, mom. And she's like, she doesn't know what that word means. <laughs> so funny. Wait, I've told you guys about the family I babysat for one time. Who's the dad was Paul and the daughter was Paulina and the son was Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. That's really funny. Oh my god. Paulina and Paul and Paul and Paul. Do you think they'll keep it going? It just gets more confusing with like the more generations it is. Like imagine if everyone at a Christmas dinner is all named Paul or or Paulina or Paula. Like that gets really confusing. It'd be like, oh hi, nice to meet you. My name is Paulina. This is my brother Paul. Oh, and I would love to have you meet my dad, Paul. name like i don't know i can't remember i can't remember remember. obviously it would be pretty fucked up if it was paula or something it just would be confusing how would you paul pass the salt like what who are you talking to which one they would all need (laughs) nicknames they would all need nicknames okay anyway wow that's insane (laughs) okay so uh Yes, we now we get we've met that family, our our main characters, and we go back to Santa to see a little montage of him going house to house. He taps his nose to magically go down the chimney. He like turns into like a little magic dust and reappears inside. And he's a little drunk still. He's like swaying side to side. He's stealing instead of cookies. He's taking beers and uh, he's not having a good time. Back at the mansion, Trudy realizes that her dad forgot to take her to the mall this year so she could tell Santa what she wants. And she's really upset by this. And Linda gives Jason this look like, are you fucking kidding? Like, that's the one thing that you had to do and you didn't do it. So he runs to a little 
um, storage room, a little game closet, finds something, wraps it. And as they're tucking her into bed, he says, we've got one gift for you. And she unwraps it and it is a walkie talkie. And he says, that's a direct line to Santa. He's really busy tonight, so he might not get back to you, but you just talk into there and tell him what you want and he will hear it. Um, and she's, she's like so relieved by this. Like, thank you so much. Quick thinking. Yeah. That was good. Honestly. thinking. Good thinking. Mm-hmm. So they, they tuck her in and they leave the room and they're listening outside the door. Cause she's about to like talk into the walkie talkie and they know that. And she's talking to Santa and she's being so sweet. Really smart parenting shit. <laughs> <laughs> and she's saying really sweet things. Like I've been, I've been so good all year and I like did this nice thing and I know you're so busy and I'm so sorry. I hope you're have, having a really good night so far. It's like oh, really so cute. Sweet. And what do you guys think she asks for? Um, um her parents to get yeah, back her parents together. To be together. Bingo. That's right. These movies write themselves. Tough one for them to overhear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's awkward. Um, with them and Jason seems more interested in getting back together than Linda well, does. Well, we gotta do it. She asked. Santa. It's her Christmas witch. Witch? Christmas <laughs> witch. That's what this movie should be about. I'd see that movie. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> um, and he talks to her, talks to Linda and is like, what if we could give her, her give her what she wants, give her her wish? And she says, you know that I can't be with you and you're like part of this family. It's like, I don't want this life and I don't want like the person you are when you're part of this business. And he says, what if we just walk away? Like after this, let's just walk away and never come back here. And she's like, oh, well, if we did that, that would be a conversation to have. But then it cuts away and we don't really see how that conversation ends. But uh, everyone goes to bed, I think. And we see Santa arriving now at this house. And he is enjoying the cookies that Trudy made because she made them homemade with love and care. And he can taste it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is where he goes. (laughs) 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 And he uh, sits in a little massage chair and he's. Uh, luxuriating in this fancy house for a bit and we see John Leguizamo at the front gate going up to the guard and saying his car broke down on the road can you help me the guard's looking suspicious real quick takes out a gun shoots him right in the head right row and gets on a walkie talkie and we see sure enough all the seemingly undercover cops in the house (laughs) have walkie talkies and he's messaging them and he says Mr. Scrooge here (laughs) it's a go and all of them start checking in with their little code names and it's like tinsel check candy cane check sugar plum check oh my god and it really did make me laugh even though it's so stupid them just being like okay you gotta do a job on Christmas Eve let's have some fun let's have some fun with it I want to be kidding. And so they all pull out their weapons that they had been hiding and start killing. I guess some of the people that were working were actual employees of the family that um, are not a part of this scheme. And so they all get immediately murdered. And mm. Santa hears the gunfire from upstairs. There's like two living rooms in this house. It's that big. So I was a little confused because mm-hmm. Santa is also in a, li- a living room with a fireplace, but there's another living room with a fireplace. So I guess in a big house, there probably would be multiple. 
So he's hearing the gunfire. He's trying to get out of there. Uh, and then uh, one of the henchmen comes into the room and finds him and they have like a, a fight and he's trying to use his little magic to get out. He's like tapping his nose thing and it's kind of doing just like a little bit of sparkles, like he's out of juice kind of thing. It's not Uh-oh. quite working. He's like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And he opens the window. He's on the second floor and looks below the window there's this christmas tree sculpture that's basically just like a huge spike and he's like don't want to jump onto that and so he like tries to reason with the henchman henchman is uh they're trying to like gather everybody into the downstairs living room so he's like no follow me come with me he's like no i'm not gonna do that they get in a fight and it looks like santa at first is getting the shit beat out of him and then he kind of at one point uh, something something flips and he's like, you don't want me to do this. Oh, and oh. we had seen earlier at the bar him cracking chestnuts with his bare hands. So we know he's strong. <laughs> <laughs> he's got magic Santa strength. Uh, so <laughs> then he eventually takes this guy out and with it, in their fight, they both fall out of the window and the henchman gets impaled on the spike and Santa uh, misses it and just lands on the snow below. So now Santa's outside and he's watching through the window as the rest of the family are gathered into the living room by a bunch of other henchmen with machine guns. And oh, in that fight, also the gun f- f- like f- shot into the ceiling and that's where the reindeer are. And they got scared and they ran away. And mm. so Santa is now Aww. stranded and doesn't have a way to get out. So Santa's watching through the window as he sees Mr. Scrooge giving his big speech about why they're doing this. And he's talking to Gertrude and saying, we're here because you have $300 million in your vault downstairs. And uh, we're here to take it. And she keeps thinking like, you're such an idiot. Didn't you see when my brother got kidnapped? Our kill team came in and they never found the kidnappers if you get what I'm saying and he's like I know that Gertrude like I've done my research I know everything about you and it's like he keeps re-getting the upper hand she keeps thinking I've got one over on you she doesn't he keeps being like Mm -hmm. Gertrude how many times do I have to tell you like I know like trust me I know so he says kill team's gonna be here in 20 minutes Scrooge says I'm counting on it and we see Santa go back inside to another room um, of the house, kind of like a game room. It has like a pool table and another henchman comes in there. They have a big fight and there's like cute little Christmas gags. Like he's reaching into his sack, his magical sack and being like, come on, like looking for something to use as a weapon. And it's like uh, good diehard DVD and nothing mm-hmm. that he can use. And like eventually there's a big doll that he used uses to like hit him over the side of the head. And somewhere in here, Santa gets he gets punched pretty good and it dazes him. And we get like a brief flash of him as a Viking, like what looks like a flashback. Oh, what? <laughs> just like Santa in Viking garb. Great, 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 great. <laughs> and then he comes back to and gets back in this fight and he like fills a sock with pool pool balls and is beating the guy with that. This guy gets 
fucking the shit beat out of him. And you know how in movie fights, they just like get right back up. It's so crazy. It's like, if you get beaten in the head three times with a sock filled with pool balls, you're not jumping right back up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But he does. And eventually um, Santa is pinned underneath him and he's grabbing fallen ornaments everybody's favorite thing (laughs) and smashing them onto his head they're not really affecting him they're too small of ornaments and then he grabs the star from the top of a christmas tree and jabs it in the guy's eye it's really nasty it looks like it goes like not into his eye but into the skin of his eye like to the side (gasps) of his eye so it's actually like in his Gross, the skin, gross, like gross, between gross. his scalp and his eye, it looks Ew. it looks bad, and we're thinking like that'll take him out, but it doesn't, and it seems like it reinvigorates him with anger, and he's what? about to come for Santa, like he's so mad, and Santa's looking around, doesn't know what to do, f- sees the plug to the Christmas tree lights, plugs it in, and it lights up the star, electrocuting the man in the brain, Great. and his Great. whole head catches on fire, and now he's finally dead. <laughs> Oof. Beautiful, beautiful fight scene. Mm-hmm. Wow. Stunning. Stunning. <laughs> and this guy had a, had a walkie-talkie. Santa snatches it off of him, starts trying to change the dial to try to find somewhere to call help, call for help. And mm. in changing the channels, he finds the ch- lands on the channel of Trudy talking into it, saying like asking for Santa. We see that she still has the walkie talkie. And so she's, she's in the living room surrounded by all the other people with guns. And she's kind of huddled talking into the walkie talkie, like Santa, please, we need help. Santa, if you're listening, please. And of course they're all writing it off as like, well, she's talking into a fake thing to Santa Mm -hmm. and they're not necessarily threatened by it. And she says, my name's Trudy Lightstone. We need your help. And he pulls out his list, his little scroll and un, un, like furls it and sees Trudy Lightstone. It, it like her little name comes up and says nice and all the reasons why she's nice, nice to animals, like helps with chores. <laughs> and he's like, OK, Trudy, I'll help you. Like you're on oh my, my you're on my nice list. And then he checks all the rest of the people in the room, all the bad guys and looks in there, of course, all on the naughty list. Sure. What if they were on the nicest and he was like, well, I'm my hand tied. <laughs> Be interesting. And she says, what do you do to guys that are on the naughty list? And he's like, I give them a lump of coal straight up there. And she goes, ass. And he's like, Trudy, watch out. You don't want to be on the pushing, pushing it a bit here. You don't want to end up on that naughty list. <laughs> and I don't know. This gag was kind of funny. She's like, can I say butthole? He's like, it's borderline. It's borderline. <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. Oh, but I did laugh. It did laugh. I <laughs> butthole. And then she says, can I say anus? <laughs> He says, yeah, I guess you can say anus. Okay. (laughs) So he tells her he's going to help her. He's going to help her take out all the bad guys. And somewhere in this, I guess they hear that there's another, there is a voice coming back on the walkie talkie. And I think the bad guys have noticed that two of 
them haven't returned and aren't answering the walkie talkie. So then they turn and are like, who is she talking to on the walkie talkie right now? And it gets tense and they're like pointing their guns and Jason trying to protect her is like, nobody, nobody. She like thinks she's talking to Santa. She thinks she's talking to Santa. And she's like, I am talking to Santa. I am talking to Santa. And he's like, no, you're not Trudy. And she's like, yes, I am. And he's like, no, you're not. Cause Santa isn't real. And she's <gasps> like, <gasps> and everyone looks at Jason like come on man and Mm -hmm. Trudy in this uh, starts crying and like runs away and gets past past them and and I can't remember really how she like gets away let her go let her go she just found out really bad news let her go (laughs) she needs space (laughs) she needs space right now more than anything (laughs) so she gets away and she hides in the attic and she still has her walkie talkie and she talks to Santa a little bit more through there. And this is where he tells her um, or we find out that he used to be a skilled warrior. She mm. says, how long have you been, Santa? He says, it's been about eleven hundred years now. Um, and me and Mrs. Claus, you know, I've been together that whole time. And I used to do, yeah, I used to do really bad things, but. Um, now I do good things. And she says, what if you could use that power and skill that you had as a warrior to do good, to like take out bad guys? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, now we're talking. Now we're talking. (laughs) So then Santa or Mr. Scrooge is calling the, on the walkie talkie and Santa answers and like says he's dead. So now Scrooge knows like there is somebody else here that they need to be worried about. Mm hmm. Santa sneaks back into the house and it looks like he's going to he's going to sneak up on there's one henchman a woman named Candy Cane is like patrolling the halls and it looks like he's about to sneak up behind her with some tinsel and strangle her but then he like knocks over a little bell or something and alerts everyone and so he that he gives away his position and he is ends up being cornered by three of them Scrooge comes in and uh, they're in now again the upstairs living room and so mm-hmm. separate from everybody else and this is where Scrooge is like well 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 and he reveals his Christmas trauma why he hates Christmas so much uh-huh. here it is, of course. Here it is. <laughs> he used to love Christmas until mm-hmm. he turned 11 and I actually can't remember what the bad thing was that happened it, you know when sometimes you're in a movie and you all of a sudden aren't paying attention only for like five seconds. And it's like, Oh fuck, something uh-huh. just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm yes, staring yes. at the screen and I'm looking at it, but I must've just had a thought in my head that like overpowered me for momentarily. <laughs> so I apologize. I don't know. I can't remember what his actual Christmas trauma is, but he's uh, earning his Scrooge code name. And somewhere in here, Santa is listening to his sad story, his sad tale about how all of his Christmases were bad. And he says, oh, Jimmy, I'm so sorry. And Candy Cane is like, how did he know your name was Jimmy? You didn't tell him your name. And he's like, Sally, you're you've always been on the naughty list. Like when you punched your brother on his 11th birthday or something. (laughs) And she's like, what the fuck? And then the other guy in the room, Gingerbread, is... He's like, Stephen, you used to be good. Remember when I got you that bike? Like you loved that bike. And he's just saying these personal details from their lives that Candy Cane and Gingerbread are like, is this the real Santa? (laughs) Scrooge is like, don't be idiots. And 
Why is it that no matter when that happens in a movie, I love it. I don't care. It's like can be the corniest. It. It's very worst funny. thing in the world. But when like someone is like, I know everything about you. Mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. I am magical. Yeah. I'm like, great. Salt. <laughs> yep. Uh, somewhere in here, I think they, they eventually start fighting and Santa is able to get away by touching his nose and going up that chimney. And it's while Scrooge's back is turned. So he doesn't see it. And in the commotion, the other two just kind of half see it, but they are already a little bit believing. And now they're like, that's the real Santa. That's the real Santa. (laughs) And Scrooge is like, no, it's not. He obviously had some sort of pulley system that got him up there. And uh, downstairs, where the rest of the family is, we see there's one henchman named Krampus. Mm. Ah. And Krampus is making them all give Gertrude her presents. And I don't know, I guess we don't really need to talk about this scene so much, except that in in this uh, Jason sees an opportunity to be like, my present was in the car. And I got to go get it. (laughs) And Bert is like, no, it isn't. You brought it in. Like, I see it right there. Like, I'll get it. And Bert just really fucked it up. So dumb. So dumb. But so he hands Gertrude the present from Jason and it's a bottle of scotch, her favorite scotch. And she's opening the card and he seems very stressed by the fact that she's opening this card. He's like, you don't have to open the card. Don't open the card right now. And she opens it and she's reading it. She gets a upset look on her face as she is reading it but then composes herself by the end of it and smiles and says thank you jason uh-oh and folds the card and puts it in her coat so we don't know what that mm. was but something's going on there and then scrooge comes down he's pissed off because they lost santa santa's loose again and at this moment, the kill squad arrives. They look like a like a I don't know SEAL Team Six type of thing. They're in like their white camo, you know, like snow camo. Ooh, snow camo, <laughs> snow camo. And they're all on snowmobiles and decked out in uh, machine guns and tech. And they're looking like, or Gertrude is like, they're here. Like you guys are so fucked. You guys are about to die. And Morgan um, is so excited by this that he jumps up and jumps out the window, abandoning everybody to be like, they're here to save us, like, bye, and runs and runs out to the kill team, kill squad. And they stop and talk to him for a second. They're like, what's the situation in there? And he explains it to them. And then they just shoot him a bunch of times, kill him. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh Kill team is bad. Yeah, they're in on it. They're in cahoots. And so Scrooge and Gingerbread and Candy Cane walk out to Mm -hmm. greet them. And he says we have a Scrooge says we have a slight complication. Uh, There's a guy dressed as Santa who's uh, like out here somewhere and he's been complicating things. And Candy Cane says it might also be the real Santa. (laughs) 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 And uh, we see Santa is on the roof. He pulls out his list, his scroll, looks at it, and we, sure enough, have another like 30 or so naughty guys on this list. All of these new arrivals are naughty. They spot him on the roof and start shooting at him. He uh, jumps off the roof behind the house and takes cover in a tool shed. And now 
there's like 30 or 40 men with guns like closing in on him really is feeling like Mm. this is the end of the line for him he's on the walkie talkie talking to trudy saying i'm i'm sorry i let you down i like i um Mm. i really tried and uh she says if you could have one wish what what would it be like you can't give up hope we gotta like make a wish come true what would your wish be and he looks down at his wedding ring and he sees he says i i wish i could see mrs claus one more time and he like takes off the wedding ring to like inspect it lovingly but drops it and it rolls across the floor and lands at the base of a sledgehammer and in our viking flashback we had seen his weapon of choice was a big old hammer oh. sledgehammer thing hell yeah so go. he is good at using that to kill people Great, great. (laughs) So he grabs that. He's gearing up for battle. Going to go down swinging. He pulls a big candy cane out of his pocket, puts it in his mouth. Uh Uh-huh. Is he going to make it sharp? (laughs) Everybody did that, right? You had to make... Everybody did that. Do you ever cut your own tongue on accident doing that? Maybe. Probably. I definitely did. Kind of feels like there's no other way to eat a candy cane. No, you got to make it sharp. You got to make it sharp and pointy and you got to like stab yourself with it a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> to test how sharp it gets. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to stack on it for a while and then go yeah, like, poke, oh, poke, no, poke. could be sharper. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> yeah. Also, yep. has anyone actually ever eaten like a full candy cane? Do you know what I mean? Like eating an entire it's candy cane. It's too big. It's so this is a This is a super sized one too. It's like extra thick, which is going to come in handy. Oh, it's going to be a good weapon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, you could never. We all come home after a long day of work, and what's the first thing we do? We take off our bras because they are uncomfortable and constricting, and we're just ready to get out of them by the end of the day. Well, what if I told you that Skims has changed all that? Skims has done the impossible and created an underwire bra that I actually forget that I'm wearing. I didn't think anybody could do it. You guys obviously know how much I love Skims, I have tried many of their other products. I've never been disappointed, but I, yeah, just don't normally love an underwire bra. I prefer bralette, but I've loved everything else I've gotten so much that I thought, you know what? Why not try an underwire bra from Skims? Let's just see. And they did it. They did it, folks. They created my favorite underwire bra I've ever worn. I have the weightless scoop bra. It has this nice, like, mesh material that's supportive and comfortable, breathable, but still very sexy. And yeah, like I said, I I do genuinely forget that I'm wearing it. And that is very rare. I, you know, I'm a broken record over here. I love skims. I love skims. I'm sorry. That's just the, the cold hard truth. I will shout it from the rooftops because I want everybody to know. I want everybody to share in my joy and my comfort. So shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H, plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order, select podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. 
The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You can, it would be impossible to finish this particular candy cane. Uh, so the kill team busts in and he is ready for them. And we get a big action-y fight, pe- fight, fight scene set piece. Is that what I was trying to say? Set piece <laughs> is what you were going to try to <laughs> really say. Yes, short-circuited. Yes, yes. And <laughs> he is breaking legs. Like when you hit someone in the leg with a sledgehammer, that leg is done for. Smashed. Absolutely Aye. done for. And Ugh. so these are like, you know, this is the, this is the type of violence where it's just like, Oh, also it's all scored with Christmas music, of course. So it's like a, a big holiday tune playing Friday in the background. Night. No, they're like cheerier than that. They're not even not even an ounce of the kind of existential dread of Carol of the Bells. Because some of those, yeah, some of those carols are Carol of the Bells are terrifying. That's why I like terrifying. I only like the spooky ones. So he is sledgehammering people. He. Uh, pulls out that very sharp candy cane, stabs someone through the cheeks with it. It goes in one Ew. cheek, out the other cheek. And Yikes. there is all sorts of weapons in this tool shed. He flips on a wood chipper and Hi. is like oh, tossing people into the wood chip- chipper. But again, it's like something, it's obviously, yes, very violent, but this tone of violence doesn't feel scary. Like it's right, just, right. yeah, it's just action action and the, it's almost funny. like all the blood is like black type of thing like it doesn't look very super real mm-hmm. so i think the kind of mm-hmm. violence that mm-hmm. is fun to watch like oh how'd they do that that's cool that looks that looks cool <laughs> uh-huh and there is one he grabs ice skates from somewhere and he like puts them Uh-oh. on his hands and he's like <laughs> chopping people with the ice skates oh. and he punches with an ice skate hand someone right in the throat so it like slices through their neck and pins it against a wall and we see that person uh, like stops like freezes in place and then the bottom half of the body slides down the wall hot dog style that time <gasps> gross yep no thanks and mean while this is all going on the main kill team guy i can't remember his name and Scrooge are at the vault and the kill team guy like has something to help open it because he technically works for the family. He like had a little key. I don't know, but um, they're opening the vault and it has been emptied. The money is not there. Oh <gasps> no. So they're curious and they storm into the main room and they're, He's about to kill somebody. He's like, I'm so mad. I just want to start killing people. And Bert, one good thing he does is he says, what if you shoot the only person who knows where it is? And he's like, okay, that's a good point. If I were him, I'd be like, okay, I'll start with the kids. Yeah. So he, he says the only people that would know would be people that are related by blood. So he puts the gun to Linda's head and he's like, Linda's not going to know. So I can kill her. And, uh, Oh, somewhere in here, 
I think they're like trying to torture, <laughs> torture the information out of them. I think this might've happened earlier, but uh, there's a lot of nutcrackers in this room and they mm. take Jason and like put his finger in the nutcracker mouth and really clamp it real good. I don't know if I should even tell him. That's so funny to do that when you have a gun. Yeah. It's like just shoot him in the foot. <laughs> yeah, but they have to use the Christmas de- decor. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. I mean, they're having fun, having fun. with this. Is, this is everything that the Krampus thing was not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And there's like a really big nutcracker and they're like, he's like, do, do his balls and do his balls and then he'll talk. And so there's like a sequence of them coming at him uh, and Candy Cane is like, I'm not touching his balls. And Krampus is like, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, what are they going to have to like have him sit back, lift his legs yeah, up? Yeah, so much work. Is very so much they drape a ball inside the. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the steps. Those are the steps. <laughs> it would really be. It would take a it's lot. It's like a four person job. Yeah. It's a four. Someone's holding his legs up. Someone's holding his torso down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone's lifting the penis up. And someone's placing a ball in a nutcracker. I just want us to take and a minute. Someone's got to operate and really, and really think about the logistics of what that would be. <laughs> because it's very funny. It doesn't happen. His balls are safe. Well, yeah, be too hard to It's do. too hard. They, they're all like, you know what? That's actually a little too tricky. We can't quite figure it out. So great, great, they great. put the gun to Linda's head. And that makes Jason confess. He took the money. And that's <gasps> what the, the card, card said and kind of what mm. he was alluding to earlier in his conversation mm. with we can run away. Yeah, we can get away from all of this and like never come back. I don't feel like that's what Linda meant. No. Also, do you really need all that money? Couldn't you just bring couldn't no. you steal like a very small portion of that money and right. you'd be good? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would think does seem awfully. Uh, yeah, greedy. an undetectable amount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Mm hmm. So Jason is now taking the bad guys outside to where he hid the money in the nativity scene. How much? Isn't that $300 million? Like take up a lot of space, though? Yes, it's big. It's like eight duffel bags. Okay. Hmm. Got it. Um, They're like hidden within the hay of the nativity scene under the hay. And um, somewhere in this. So so Santa has... uh, come out victorious of that fight where he just killed a bunch of the kill team guys and he's spoken to Trudy again on the walkie talkie and Trudy tells Santa that she made some Home Alone style booby trap she just watched Home Alone (laughs) and he's like okay stay safe like I'm coming to you I'm coming to get you and we see Candy Cane and Gingerbread approaching the attic it's the ladder has been lowered and at the base of a lad the ladder is a board filled with nails pointing up like a whole bunch of nails and then on one of the rungs of the ladder there's a nail pointing up hate it hate it and gingerbread's kind of laughing he's like little girl you know for booby traps to be effective they have to be hidden thinking he's got a real one up on her and he goes to climb up that ladder avoiding the nail obviously but she has sawed in half the bottom rung so he puts his foot (gasps) on it and he falls down chin onto the nail oh that's fucked up this this sequence i think is was the hardest to watch you know and you have to like 
clench your yeah. butt cheeks because it's like, yes, Ooh. you know it's bad, you know it's bad. <laughs> I was doing that for the next like five minutes, everything that happens in here. That is a damn good booby trap, though. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Mm-hmm. And then he, um, Candy Cane, like climbs over him and is trying to get up there and like pokes her head out in into the attic and we see that Trudy has a bunch of bowling balls up there that she is now throwing at them and Candy Cane is able to dodge them but they're now smacking oh that ginger, guy gingerbread and he it like he Ooh. lifts his chin up to like get off cuz he can't move with that so he finally gets it off but then oh, gross gross a bowling, a bowling ball, hits, ball him. hits him and knocks him back onto that bed of nails, that board filled with oh. nails. And he gets that right in the butt. In the butt. Aye. In the butt. And then he gets back up. It's a lot of blood. And there's one nail like still sticking in his butt. And he takes it out to look at it. He like holds it in front of his eye like a fucking idiot, like right in front of his oh. head. And a bowling ball <laughs> falls down and knocks it right into his skull, kills him. Pretty good booby trap. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> it's a damn good booby trap. Booby trap. Mm-hmm. So uh, now Candy Cane is in there with Trudy, and she uh, we're out of bowling balls now, but she steps on to a section of super glue. Trudy has poured super glue all over the floor and she is struggling and then falls back and then pulls herself back up, but it pulls off like her, the back of her scalp basically. Ew, what the fuck? Ah! It's a really strong super glue. Ew. And ew, ew, ew. she take, has to take her shoes off to be able to, uh, up get Trudy and so she's like menacingly coming towards Trudy and Trudy's now got a little slingshot and she's shooting shit at her that's like not super effective because she's lost all of her heavy stuff now Um, and Candy Cane is just like enough of this pulls out her gun points it at Trudy is about to shoot her and then bam saved by Santa Santa's up there (sighs) Santa's was coming to get her and Trudy does uh, what I would I would refer to as a hooju, <laughs> a hug, a uh, hug jump. It's a bachelor term. Well, a game of roses term. Um, a really excellent hooju. She jumps, leaps into his arms. <laughs> full, we would say, a, a, like a full, strong full mount, contact. ankle ankle lock. No, she doesn't get ankle lock because her legs are too short, and he's too big. But it's a, it's a good hooju, and. Again, I think we get a good ho ho ho. He's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he sets her down and he told tells her to cover her eyes and plug her ears and sing Jingle Bells as loud as she can because Candy Cane is still alive and he has to bash her head. <laughs> and nice. so nice. he does just that. So now the bad guys have the money and they Scrooge orders sends the order over the um, walkie-talkie to kill all the hostages. Now they've got what they came for. And Linda, Alva, and Bert are the only ones left in the in the main room. And only Krampus is in there with them. <laughs> and so he gets the order, pulls up his gun, but Alva pushes him back into the fireplace. And he he doesn't like fall into the fireplace, but it it throws him off for long enough that they are able to grab 
uh, all of the fire poker tools. You know how the little fire, it's like Ooh. four different things. You've got the little shovel. Uh-huh. you got the little broom. <laughs> you got the little poker. Mm-hmm. Poker's the best one. Fire poker, my weapon of choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they each grab one and they start beating the shit out of him. And they think that he's dead, but then, of course, he has one more little, like, (gasps) still alive. And Alva, who has the actual poker, pokes him right through the throat, kills him. Right. Um, The assortment of weapons in this film, basically any weapon of choice, I feel like it's going to be in here. Like, there's guns, there's knives, sledgehammers, fire pokers, ice skates, wood chippers. Which are pretty good, pretty good selection. Nutcrackers. Nutcrackers. Bowling balls. <laughs> Nails. Um, and we're going to get some more. There's even more weapons Ornaments. to come. Ornaments. Ornaments. Anything, everything is weapon. The star. Christmas, Christmas star. Christmas star. That's right. Uh, so now. Wait, have we, f- have we found out what their family business is, by the way? Is that revealed? Do we know what they It's referenced they that so she money? has the money from some sort of oil. The money is stolen. The money was supposed to be like oh. government, like hush money for some oil company that she stole because it was like illegal for them to be buying in the first place. So they couldn't. It's it's never fully explained, but that's like the only brief explanation okay. we get. So they're in some kind of criminal criminal family organization. Seems seems like. Some stuff is above board and some stuff not so much. And so now Trudy and Santa join the three of them, Linda, Alva and Bert in the living room. They're all like excited that Santa is there. They just they knew that someone dressed as Santa was like helping kill these people and like seems to be on their side. So they're not like freaked out by him, which I feel like. Maybe you would be, but they're they're relieved. It's like feels like he's here to help us. And so we'll focus on yeah. that for now. He s- asks if any of them know how to use a gun. Alva says she used to go hunting with her dad. So they like they arm her up and we're now going outside to the nativity scene where the rest of the bad guys are. And Alva's shooting at them. Santa's sneaking up on the side and attacking them and. Uh, more good fights in here. I can't, can't remember if there were any good standout moments in these fights, but they win this fight, but the three main bad guys or two main bad guys and one other guy get away with all of the money on their snowmobiles. Mm -hmm. Now all of our group is together. All of our good guys are all together and we see a little, a little, um, romantic moment between Linda and Jason. (gasps) All of this commotion has maybe made them realize, (laughs) You know, life is precious. And mm. so they kiss. And <gasps> is this oh going to, are they reconnecting? Is Trudy's Christmas wish going to come true? Seems like Magic it. is real. Magic is real. All you have to do is believe. All you have to do is believe. So Santa is now chasing Scrooge and other guy. And, uh, and the third guy, he knocks off his snowmobile and that guy like pulls out a grenade and is about to hand it to, or like throw it at Santa and Santa grabs it out of his hand, which is, I guess a good move for a grenade is to like immediately snatch it. And so that your finger is on the little pin (laughs) Mm -hmm. and he shoves it down the guy's shirt, the back of his shirt. And it's like, you know, those big, uniforms it's like heavy stuff and he he can't reach it he's trying to reach it but can't get it santa's running away but then he says i gotta watch this turns around we see the guy blow up 
And so now uh, we know that Scrooge and one other bad guy remain. Santa continues his pursuit and finds Scrooge. And they have their little showdown. Scrooge tricks Santa to hit something on a snowmobile so that he like flies into there. All his stuff goes everywhere. And Scrooge picks up his list, his scroll, and uh, opens it. And his name comes up, Jimmy or whatever his last name is, Mm -hmm. and says naughty. And it lists all these reasons. It'd be fun to pause the movie on the because I couldn't read them all in time. But right all the reasons that comes up. I think one of the reasons on Jimmy's list was that he killed his brother. Oh my God. That's fucked up. That's definitely naughty. Super naughty. I'll call that naughty. That's so naughty. Mm -hmm. That's bad. What you did to your brother. Murder is naughty. (laughs) Crazy naughty of you. (laughs) (laughs) Too naughty. (laughs) Um, And this list kind of tilts the scales for Scrooge or it's like what pushes Scrooge into now believing like, holy shit, this is actually Santa. He also at some point in here finds or like Santa's sack also flies into the air. He picks that up and he can see the like portal. So the sack seems somewhat empty, but you just reach in a little portal opens and a gift comes Mm. out. And so clearly this is mad. These are magical items. You can't deny Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now he's like, you're the real Santa. I get to kill Santa. Like he's so uh, excited because he hates Christmas oh so much. He's God. like, I can kill you. And I, I get to end this holiday <laughs> forever, which is such a crazy thing to say because you didn't even think he existed until right, right now. So like, obviously it's not going to change the holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody thinks Santa is real and the holiday persists, mm. but he's excited to kill Santa. He grabs his sack and tosses it in a fire. Santa screams in anguish. He's not anguish. He's sad. He's upset. Those are all the kids Aww. gifts. Mm-hmm. So going to be some disappointed kids in the morning. And now Scrooge is gearing up for a fight and he grabs a pickaxe, which is also a pretty good weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's got on like spiky snowshoes, which are scary. They have like spikes in all directions i've never seen shoes like that in my life (laughs) 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 it's probably the scariest shoes i've ever seen (laughs) and they fight hand-to-hand combat santa i don't think has his sledgehammer anymore and santa is not faring well in this fight he gets stabbed with that pickaxe like in the arm and i think in the stomach like it's looking bad and they're coming up on this chimney this is like an abandoned little stone cottage for some reason that they're fighting in and they're coming up against the chimney and scrooge takes the pickaxe and stabs it through santa's hand pinning it to the wall and is about to take another he has like a regular knife and is about to stab him and the only way santa can stop it is he rips his hand through the knife (gasps) so movies are doing that lately yeah everyone all of a sudden decided they could split a hand hot dog style and everyone's doing it i hate it it must not be hot dog style because we don't see like a fucked up hand afterwards he probably just like it's a clean hole maybe went up like through up yeah like pulled his hand up through it so there's like a big hole in his hand um but it's nasty and he 
then is like grabs Scrooge and Scrooge says something like Christmas ends tonight, <laughs> like some dramatic <laughs> line like that. And uh, Santa's like almost embracing him. And he says, not if you believe. And he touches his nose because they're right next to a fucking chimney. <gasps> and he like sucks Scrooge in the chimney with him. But Scrooge does. I mean, yeah, Scrooge does not have these same magical powers. And so Santa is able to like wedge him in the chimney like in a matter of seconds like drag him through this chimney and so santa oh, appears gross. at the top of the chimney with a <gasps> bloody torso gross 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 oh, gross gross, so gross. Gnarly. i really laughed though in the theater i really wasn't expecting that this. Is a very fun move. <laughs> very fun kill i would i'll say like this movie did well just using all of the elements mm -hmm. around like they use the whole buffalo they use the whole buffalo everything is everything is incorporated it feels creative in that way. I did like that. Yeah, that's probably the... I was the only one laughing in the theater <laughs> at that part. <laughs> just like... It was more just from shock. Uh, oh, man. It, it was good. It was good. It got me good. Um, and in the Wikipedia, I was going through the Wikipedia when I was taking notes, and it says he eviscerates Scrooge, and eviscerates was hyperlinked, and I was like, "That's interesting." And I clicked. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I clicked eviscerates, and I didn't know that it means disembowel. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that it means that. It linked to the article on disembowelment, and what a good link! <laughs> Were there pictures? <laughs> I don't think so. That's a really. I should add some. It's crowd crowdsourced. You could just throw some in there. I sort of just equated it in my mind to like destroy. Mm -hmm. Yes, me too. Like just completely demolish. demolish. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess it means disembowel, which he didn't really disembowel Scrooge. He disenskinned him. He squeezed. He squeezed him real tight, though. So maybe those he bowels squeezed came him out. so tight. Yeah, and like rubbed him. Yeah, oh. he got, he, he got like chafed. He chafed to, to death. death. Yeah, yeah, chafed to death. We've all been there. Uh, what if eviscerated meant chafed to death? <laughs> that was the link. I mean, no matter what it meant, I would be interested rubbed to know. To your core, just absolutely rubbed down, rubbed down to death. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> so Santa has this triumphant moment of defeating Scrooge, leaps down from the chimney and is immediately shot in the chest <gasps> oh, no. by the remaining bad guy. No. Don't remember his name. Santa can't die. He's been, he's been like stabbed a couple times. He's he's now been shot what looks like in a pretty bad spot <laughs> and he's like falling to his knees. It's looking not good. And I mean, he must be able to die because he's been seemingly fighting for his life a lot. You yeah, know, that's true. That's true. Yeah. 1100 years, you know, it's like no one's killed him in that time. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, yeah, who would I mean, want to kill Santa? Think about it. Most people don't like get murdered. You know what I mean? No matter how, it's not like the longer you're alive. I mean, I guess your risk for everything goes up, but you know, it's not an inevitability that at some point someone would murder you. And I feel like he's living a lot of the time 
at the North Pole. Yeah, he only comes out one day a year to yeah, be around people. Yeah, but he's also and- breaking into people's houses in the middle of the night. I feel like that also probably increases your chances That's true. of being murdered. That is true. That's that a is a way. risky one day a year to do for a fucking thousand years. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Really good point. And... Right after this man shoots Santa, Gertrude appears and shoots this man in the head in a very Matrix dodge this type of moment. Mm. Now the rest of the family is all running out to uh, this part of the woods and they're all back together. Trudy is crying, sees Santa, runs to like hug him. It's like Santa, Santa. And Santa's being very sweet with her, like, like we did it, Trudy. They're all they're oh, all no. gone. Like you're gonna be safe. Oh no! And I just feel like as a parent, wouldn't you be so weirded out right right at this yes, moment? Yes, like yes. who is this man embracing <laughs> my daughter? Who when has did you just... build a relationship with her? At what point? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck is going on? This man just killed like thirty to forty men, and is now having some sort of secret relationship with my daughter. Yeah. They seem not concerned at all in a way that I've found not realistic, but it's, it's good that they're not concerned because there is actually nothing to be concerned about. He's the real Santa and he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Uh, Exactly. Exactly. It's correct. And he, he is dying. He is for sure dying. And he's, he tells to, he tells them he feels cold for the first time in more than a thousand years. And it's like snowing. It's um, very cold out. And he, uh, Trudy's crying like, we got to keep him warm. We got to keep him warm. And they say, there's nothing to burn. There's no, all, all of the wood is wet out here. And what's that? Jason? Jason. <laughs> Jason's like, I have an idea. Goes and grabs the fucking duffel bag. No. Filled with money. (laughs) And starts lighting that money on fire. And Alva's out here. And this is where I feel like these kind of moments is where Edie Patterson really shines. Where she's just like, you fucking kidding me right now? Like, Just to save Santa? What the fuck? She's like, he's basically dead already anyways. Come on. This is crazy. (laughs) And... It is crazy. I think it's also crazy yeah, to be it's clear. Definitely crazy. I think it's, crazy. it's definitely crazy. <laughs> and so they light all the money on fire. Not all of it. One duffel bag's worth. Okay. And I think there's like you eight know, duffel bags. Several million yes. dollars. Tens of millions. Yeah. And so um they light it and he dies. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Okay. That's part of the movie so far. And Alma is so mad. Like, well, you happy? Like, we just burned, like, yeah, $10 million for his final moments right there. And Trudy's crying, like, he can't die, he can't die. Like, if we all believe in him, he won't die, which is an interesting conclusion to arrive at. Yeah. But guess what? It fucking works. Oh, my God. <laughs> they go around one at a time and say, I, that, believe, wait, I believe in Santa. Wait, isn't that what Tinkerbell demands, too? Is that Tinkerbell? Like, I believe in fairies or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yes. And it does, I think, track that Santa's magic works stronger the more belief in him people have. He's like, isn't that what happens in the Santa Claus? Mm-hmm. Oh, his sled, yeah. his sleigh only works okay. when everybody believes. This is yeah. what I'm saying. All Christmas movies are the same. That's yes. yeah. literally, they're all this. It's also so funny to be like, I believe in the 
the thing, in the thing right I in front of me. literally seeing. Yep. Yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> what are you talking about? What if someone's like, nah, I don't know, I don't buy it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's literally here. Yeah, so. He just needed them, he needed verbal confirmation. He needed verbal everyone. confirmation. Sure. We should all communicate our mm-hmm. feelings. That's true. He's able to come back from the dead. Okay, great, great, great. they all embrace a joyful moment. No questions of how, how were you talking to my daughter? What did you guys talk about? <laughs> It's all so like, what did you guys talk about? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's all just very positive. And we see, you know, um, Linda and Jason holding each other now too, and Trudy, like a happy family reunited. Her Christmas wish came true. And uh, then the the reindeer and the sled come down from the sky, land in the snow next to them. He's excited to see his reindeer. He sees in the back of the sled sleigh. S- which one? The sleigh. 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 Sled is smaller. <laughs> yeah. Sled is for sledding. Yeah. Exactly. Sleigh is for Santa. <laughs> okay, great, great, great. And in the sleigh is a new uh, gift sack and a note from Mrs. Claus saying, oh, thought Mrs. you Claus. might need your your backup sack. <laughs> and he's delighted to see this. Oh, Mrs. Claus, she knows me so well. I love her so much. And I'm going to get to see her again, just like my wish. And he says goodbye to everyone. And they all hug. And he rides off into the night. He's got to finish delivering presents. It is still what a night. the middle of the night. On Christmas Eve, oh so he my goes gosh. Yeah. Did the magic heal his wounds? Yeah, I guess so. He's oh, all cool. better. Oh my god. Uh, there is like a running gag of him just being like, oh yeah, it's Christmas magic. Like, I don't know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That's, yeah, funny. that's it. That's the end of the movie. Oh, wow. Like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That was cute. That was a heartwarming movie. My heart's um, warmed. I liked it. it. I had a good time. I think it's pretty fun. David Harbour is a great Santa. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's super fun. It's ridiculous. Honestly, it's a lot more like Christmas spirity than I would have thought. Same. It's like not a horror movie. It's a. Ha- it's kind of wholesome. It's a happy, wholesome movie. Yes, a hundred percent. I would not call it a horror movie, but it is like an action Christmas movie. Great. <laughs> Hell yeah, loved it. Die Hard. You've got some competition. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a lot of Die Hard Two references in this because I don't remember this, but John Leguizamo is also in Die Hard Two. Oh, I haven't seen Die Hard Two. Me either. Really? No. Just the original. Oh, Should wait, I? You know see what? It? I think I have seen it. I think I have seen it. Should I watch it tonight? Yes. yes. Wait, Emily, you would love it because you love Are action. They, movies. They're all Christmassy, right? Yes, I think so. Uh, I don't. I mean, know. I love yeah. Die Hard. I get two and three mixed up. Have you seen Die Hard with a Vengeance? No, I've only seen Die Hard. That's the one with Samuel L. Jackson, right? I don't know. I've only seen Die Hard. Die Hard with a Vengeance. There's so Fucking many Die Hard rules. I think I've seen all of them, including the recent ones. Yeah, Emily, you have all those to add to your list. Yeah, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's important. Awesome. That's really important. Oh, awesome. Hell yeah. So you guys are going to watch this movie? <laughs> uh, definitely not. But a new holiday favorite? 
I'm happy that I know about it. I might. I it sounds like a good old family family friendly movie. I think once it's on streaming, if I see it like next year on streaming around Christmas time, I might throw it on. Okay. Yeah, I bet it will be on streaming next year on Christmas time. I I think I'll watch it, but I really I really don't like that booby trap stuff. I don't even like it in Home Alone. That's the hardest the part. The booby trap stuff was tough. It really was tough. I've yeah. never seen Home Alone, and it made me. I think I'm. I don't. What? I don't want to see it. <laughs> you just got on me about Die Hard two, and you've never <laughs> seen Home Alone. <laughs> There's, I feel like, a lot of movies I have never seen. Well, obviously that's true for everybody, but I haven't seen like. But, I mean, you hate Christmas movies. Yeah, I don't like Christmas movies, and I feel like that huh. era of movies of like family movies i was like not watching family movies at that time sure but home alone is a classic we're gonna have you to should do watch home alone, alone tonight we're and i'll home. watch die hard too yeah okay we sh- okay cool okay. Okay. But I'm like the booby trap stuff i've seen the part where that he gets electrocuted and you see his skull his skeleton <laughs> yeah that part's fun the, the booby the, you just there's like a nail part obviously mm. and, but like you know it's you it's not it's not terrible okay you can you can do it. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, wow. You did a really good job recapping that when you just saw it in the theater. I'm like yeah, very, I'm impressed. very impressed. Also, as always. when I see action like scenes in a, in a movie, they just wash over me. I mean, I cannot tell you like a breakdown of it what It is happened. harder to recap. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice that there's inventive things happening in the fights. Because right, usually right. it's like mm-hmm. they just kind of fight and one person has the upper hand and then the other person has the upper hand and then this person wins but it's like there's enough interesting kills in the fights that it made it a little easier to be like well he decapitates someone with an ice skate i do remember that (laughs) yeah the ice skates were fun ice skates are a weapon and they are terrifying they're scary so scared going ice skating because i'm just like i'm gonna fall and kill myself yeah (laughs) i'm gonna gonna fall i'm gonna fall onto the bottom of my foot (laughs) (laughs) that's what it feels like i am constantly falling onto the bottom (laughs) of my foot you know when you land and this would be the worst time to do it face down on the bottom of your foot I'm always doing that. So uh, it's just really scary to go ice skating. It's really scary. <laughs> um, okay, listeners, we love you so much. Wow. Happy New Year. Merry Happy Christmas. Year. Happy holidays. Christmas. Happy Henley's birthday. Happy Henley's birthday. Thanks so much. And we'll freaking talk to you in 2023. Yes. yes. Oh my goodness. We will be back. Our first episode back is going to be Megan. So get excited. Oh, oh my God. I'm my so God. excited about Megan. Starting the freaking year off right. Hell yes. Can't be wait. Great. Oh, was yeah. there voices? Yeah. There's not really voices. Should we just no. um, try to fit in a home? Yeah, ho-ho try to somewhere. sneak it in. Sneak it in. <laughs> <laughs> um, from all of us here to ho ho You guys snuck it in. Nobody saw it. That was sneaky as hell. From all of us here at Too Scary. Didn't watch. Goodbye. I got two in. Did you did you catch them? Did you see where? They went right past me. Killed it. Nailed it. Sneaky as hell. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you like the show, 
Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if one episode a week just is not enough for you, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast to become a patron and receive all sorts of extra goodies from us, including bonus episodes, trailer reactions, and more. And no matter what, we will see you right here next week for another episode. We love you so much. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.